Hello, and welcome to another episode of your My Favorite Podcast, the Help on the Way podcast. Uh, you can tell, judging by the tone of my voice, that game is on assignment and or has a 19th century illness. Uh, this is Fig speaking, your host, um, where we will be presenting September 27th from 1980. That's right. This is one of the famous shows from the famous Warfield Theater run uh, that... Uh, that gave us both the Reckoning and Dead Set albums, and this just phenomenal music. I can't wait to talk to my good friend Nob about it. Nob is back from hello. I was Nob, um. What was your 19th century illness? Yeah, I was on Goose tour. Um, I was following Goose around because of my well-documented love of the band Goose. Um, I loved those songs that they played, which I could name off the top of my head because I'm such a huge Goose fan. Did you actually see Goose? No. 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 Oh, so your 19th, your 19th century affliction is having to see Goose. Yeah, and that I would I would get sent to a sea for the summer after watching Goose. You would get sent to where? To the seaside. Yeah, you know, they used to send people to the seaside oh. to get over their illnesses. <laughs> to the the sanitariums or whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get it. Jokes are funny. I get jokes. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. We're you all having are... a fun time on this episode of the Help on the Way podcast. You, I me, so. and the listener. <laughs> yes. Not game, though. No. No. Game is, is having a really serious uh, bout of also yep. seeing Goose on tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe he was going down the road feeling bad uh, nice. on a little Very family nice. vacation. Yes, okay. that is true. No, game is okay, and uh, he sends his regards to the viewers. I don't think he listened to the show, but it was a good one. Uh, before we dip into nine twenty seven, he wrote a, a three-page letter that he wants us to read to you, the viewers. But we've decided to spare you. <laughs> uh, he does send his regards, though. Yes. So, are but you are seeing Billy Strings, right? right I'm now, hoping. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to see oh, Billy okay. Halloween. They just announced Halloween. that it's going to be uh, oh, okay. wrestling themed which I will absolutely need your friend and mine's game's knowledge to fully appreciate. But uh, I haven't gotten the chance to see Billy this year, and I want to go see Billy. Yeah, do it, man. Do it. Uh, But it's in some place in Michigan, right? Yes, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, That's that's why it's uh, I hope, because I have not finalized getting to and from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Ah, okay. Yeah, a little less feasible. Hope you hope you see it. Uh, should be fun. Lots of costumes, especially you know, if it's anything like O'Teal, I, I really like this kind of shipping between Jamban community and and the WWE, I guess community, whatever it's called now. I have no idea. Um, because O'Teal came out in was it a Macho Man outfit? Yes, Macho Man costume. I don't know. Costumes. Game could probably tell you if there was a. a... Like a smarter reason. Oh, game could probably it. tell us the exact time. I was trying to like, you know, the exact look it date. up if it was, yeah, if it was like the area was related to Macho Man and that didn't seem to come up through my Google searches. I was like, is the date important to Macho Man? Nothing really came up on my Google searches, but I'm sure game's going to listen to this episode and he's going to be yelling, it's because they were in Columbus, Ohio. As we all know, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio is where Macho Man in 1994, et cetera, et cetera. He's going to get mad at me because I, I know Macho what Man happened. wasn't around in 94. Yes, he was. 
I I'm just having fun doing jokes. I have no idea. Right. I, I I haven't mentioned this right. on the podcast before, Don't but I was born in 1999. <laughs> I know what happened to Oteil. How that okay. whole getup happened. Uh, he snapped into a slim jim. Nice. And that Very just nice. happens. That just happens nice. when you snap into a slim jim. All right. Well, let's um let's let Oteil snap into slim jims. Um, Oteil can wear whatever he wants because he's he's the man. Let's talk about September 27th, 1980. Uh, this is part of, um, again, the Warfield run. I think it was like, I don't know, eight shows in Warfield and then a bunch in, um, where in New York? Radio Brooklyn. City Music Hall. Oh, wow. Radio, wow. That's a big one. That is uh, a big and one. They, and so what they do, they just like played a ton of shows uh, in fall of 80, and then they just picked and chose the best ones to create Reckoning and Dead Set. That's pretty much how it went. Um, they cool. did these shows with the intention that they were going to make an album out of them. Um, they, yeah. they jokingly were saying that this was the 15-year an- anniversary run of The Grateful oh, Dead. Oh, that's right. Because as right. Jerry and said, everyone cares deeply about the 15th anniversary. <laughs> the big one, five. <laughs> yeah. So they mixed it up a little bit in terms of the show structure. Instead of just playing two electric sets, as The Grateful Dead most often do... They throw in a fun mm-hmm. little acoustic set at the top of the show. Which is a throwback to what they were doing, you know, in the early 70s um, yes. when they would have acoustic sets as well. Yes. Some great songs in the acoustic set. I'm just going to rip into it. We go, we start with Direwolf, Race is On, Jack Row, one of my favorites, Monkey and the Engineer. Yeah. Uh, we go to, we have Roses. It's got to be, must have been a Roses, right? Yes. Um, they have so many Roses songs. I always forget. Uh, Dark Hollow, Bird Song to Lay Me Down, On the Road Again. Uh, not the Willie Nelson song, but uh, On the Road Again. And then Babe It Ain't No Lie into Ripple. Uh, Knob, welcome back. Yes. You get to you. discuss your comments on the acoustic set. Sure. I'm going to start a little bit general with this set and then take it a little sure. bit song by song. I really enjoy the the playing in this acoustic set. Every song is really tight. There aren't a lot of songs that I can uniquely gripe about. My only real thing is that it's structured very oddly. They kind mm-hmm. of pick all of the up-tempo acoustic numbers for the beginning of the set. You get Dire Wolf, Races On, Jack Row, Monkey and the Engineer, all back to back to back to back. And then the end of the set is kind of filled with ballads. You get your Roses, you get your To Lay Me Down, your uh, Ain't No Lie. It starts to feel... Yep. Ripple. Yeah, even Ripple. And, and like at this point, Ripple is relatively a, a bop at this point in the set. Um, and so the... Right. Uh, I can the sing ordering, along the way they play it. I agree, I agree. The ordering cool. of this set feels a little weird to me compared to some of the other Reckoning Acoustic sets. Um, mm-hmm. It's not as... I, again, I really don't have too many gripes with the songs themselves or how they are played. This, just as a full listening experience, isn't my favorite of the Reckoning sets. Um, anyway, into it a little more specifically. Uh, Dire Wolf, I think, is kind of a perfect opener to set the tone of what these acoustic sets are going to be like it's played very well but the vibe is incredibly casual like listening to this tape it almost feels like 
you were at some house party that the band was at, and they're just noodling in the living right. room, and Jerry's like, hey man, come in, we're jamming, come hang. Uh, and well, that's, that's the cool... early 70s vibe, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, think, I think we get that vibe too, because it, what I know of these sets, especially in San Francisco, was I don't think there was much intermingling of... Um, I don't know if intermingling is the word, but uh, I, I, don't, I think it was the same audience. Like, I really do think that it was kind of like they're, they're playing for friends throughout the sure. whole show. Like, I, it just seems like a big family vibe, but go ahead. Let me. Yeah. Let me oh. Absolutely. Um, yep. And then we get into the races on, which is really good. It was the first time they had played it in about six years. Bobby makes a comment that they had rehearsed ah, that okay. song, quote, once 10 years ago. But. <laughs> And that how means... wrong was he? Yeah. Because the last time they played it was in October 74, obviously. It's true. Well, I, I can believe that they played it in 74, but hadn't rehearsed it since 1970. <laughs> I can believe okay. that. Wow. Um, Who's the lawyer here? That was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. I object. Yeah, it's a, it's a tight races on. It's especially worth listening for the little counterpoint that Jerry adds to one of Bobby's verses. A lot of times in these Bobby, like... I'll call it a cowboy song. Uh, Jerry likes to yeah. throw in little noodling counter melodies over Bob singing. Take El Paso as probably the biggest example of this. Uh, Races On has a really tight counter melody. Honestly, if not for a very noticeable mic squeal partway through, you probably could have put this one on Reckoning, I would say. Um, nice. And then for some reason it ends with Phil yelling, You're all cops! You're all cops! I don't know why. I listened to all of the banter. I don't know why. Um, it's some good banter. It is a good... It's a very... Again, the vibes are super loose here. You get the Grateful Dead feeling very free to joke around and chat with the audience in a way that they did at this point in the game, but not as frequently. Um, then we get into a really fun Jackaro. Uh, the rhythm section adds a lot of danciness to the arrangement. Uh, and there's, and I'm going to use my word here, uh, an excellent use of dynamics in telling the story on this one. It really does feel like the entire band is working together to support the text of the Jack O'Rourke story. Uh, mm -hmm. Then we get a nice monkey in the engineer. It's just a fun rendition. I'm with you. I love this song. I really yeah. don't have more intelligent thoughts than it was fun and I <laughs> I don't think it. you need it. It's like a kid's song. It's like their yellow no, it, submarine. It literally is. Um, and then it's we get a very lovely, yeah, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you've ever heard, this is going vaguely off topic, but there's a show in 1989 where Bob Dylan sits in because he wanted to join the Grateful Dead. And they were like, no. But they tried like a little set of him playing, not singing, just playing a bunch of Grateful Dead tunes. And for some reason, one of those tunes is a fully electric rendition of Monkey and the Engineer. And to this day, I am delightfully baffled by that song choice. Huh, anyway. I kind of get it. I get it. Yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> back on topic. <laughs> um, a very lovely Must Have Been the Roses. I think the sparseness that the whole band brings to it really lets it soar. It's a very tight harmonies. Um, a boppy dark hollow. That's all I got there. <laughs> um, I, I really like the tempo that they bring to these acoustic bird songs. Generally, I wouldn't say Birdsong is a song that needs to be faster, 
But I do appreciate this acoustic vibe uh, being able to play the song faster, yet still giving it room to breathe and explore. Uh, the jam is obviously centered around a Jerry solo, but honestly, the texture of the instruments really does make it feel like a much more collective jam. Uh, I love how quiet it gets. Everybody's vocals sound great. Jerry and the harmonies are really good. Under seven minutes for a bird song is kind of crazy, but I would consider this one of my highlights of the acoustic set. Mm-hmm. Um, I, to Lay Me Down is a grower, this, this specific version. The first few minutes kind of feels like, okay, I've heard these 1980 To Lay Me Downs. I know how this is going. But it really starts sizzling around four minutes in, and then there are some gorgeous, gorgeous harmonies followed by a really touching Jerry solo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. On the Road Again is, is the song that first made me think about this thought about how they're playing all the bops in the first half and the slow ones in the second half. Because On the Road Again is one of the up-tempos, but calling On the Road Again an up-tempo feels wrong, but relatively. Um, and then we get to the Ain't No Lie, which Jerry sounds great, both on how he's singing and how he's playing. Really, really cool stuff. And then we get into a really unique ripple. Jerry has a lot of fun playing around the main ripple melody. Initially, he's not playing that bum ba bum 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 Like, he plays around and does a lot of... of yeah. It's yeah. definitely not the ripple they chose for Reckoning. No, that is not Otis. Yeah. Um, Otis, but, yeah, you're right. Wow. Yeah. But it's a really good rendition of Ripple. It's a really unique intro to Ripple, uh, and I highly recommend checking it out. Anyway, those are my collective thoughts on set one. A lot of really good songs in an odd order for a general flow of a show, uh, but there's some really spectacular playing all around. What did you think, Fig? Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, Well said. And I I will just push back a little bit in the sense that you you can kind of tell that this is not this is one for the can. It's not one for the audience so much. Like sure. they're just trying to get these songs down, trying to play them. The audience was really really enjoying it. I I mean I could tell. Like it, it didn't, you know. Again, it did have that family feel. It sounded like everyone was rooting for everybody. Um, awesome awesome stuff. I don't know why these shows don't get more love. Like people really sleep on the Warfield. And Radio City run uh, in '80. Yeah. Like the band was just incredible. The band was incredible. It, it's one of those that I think the runs in general get love, but it is kind of hard to pick out individual shows within this right. run because right. the general quality is relatively the same. It's not, yeah. you know, well, not exactly yeah. the same. You're not listening to the same show every time, but it's not as diverse in terms of which shows are the best shows and which shows are the worst shows. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. And, and, and this set list is not that different from the Reckoning set list no. uh, for song choice. So yeah, you're right. They're mm. probably, probably the same songs. Um, but this was a good one. I'm really glad we listened to it because it's an incredible show. Starts <laughs> off with Dire Wolf and I thought, I just wrote that this was awesome. I loved uh, King Brent's high harmonies on this one. Yeah, Race is on. This is such a fun song. I loved Jerry's finger picking in this. Uh, there was a little bit of a rough ending where I don't know who just wrapped it up. It was probably Jerry just wrapped it up, and Bobby says, "Yeah, we rehearsed that one ten years ago. <laughs> Once ten years ago, pretty cool." Jackaro. Um, at some point, the music gets really big. I don't know if this was just uh, something to do with the. So what I can say is that the acoustic set was a soundboard. Everything else was 
uh, an audience recording. I don't know if um, the people on the soundboard just like kind of turned it up, but I don't think that's what happened because the crowd starts going crazy at the end of Jackaroo, which is kind of cool to hear. Yeah. Uh, we get into Monkey and the Engineer. This was a nice boppy sing-along version, uh, one for the kids, little yellow submarine, uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, type song and we go into roses uh lots of bass guitar on this one again some great harmonies uh from the king king brent we get into dark hollow again i was really liking the harmonies here as well played this was fast so they kind of get into a fast section uh bird song i thought was fast it had a good clip not so fast that it's a bad version however it was actually pretty emotional and heartfelt usually jerry can get that emotion out of you in the slower ballady type songs and he actually does go there in the electric portion, but he was able to kind of squeeze that out of a pretty fast bird song as well. And, and again, like, you know, bird song typically is, is an electric song and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, electric playing that, that goes into bird song, but they, they were still able to get what they needed to get out of bird song acoustically. And I think that says something about their musicianship. Like these, these are the real deal. Like these guys are, are incredible at what they did. And there's a reason that we're talking about them, uh, 50, 40, 50 years later. Um, so the bird song riff, you know, is an iconic riff, and I kind of like the riff sped up. Kind of fun to play. Yeah. Um, speaking of fun to play, I'm just going to fast forward to uh, On the Road again. I, I started playing, I just noodled around, and then I went onto a tab site to find what that riff was. That... Really fun to play on guitar. Nice. Uh, pretty... Yeah, pretty easy to pick up, um, and just a lot of fun. I love playing that. Uh, but to go back to Lay Me Down, I thought this was the best of the acoustic bunches. It was absolutely gorgeous. Very well sung by Jerry. Really an awesome rendition of Lay Me Down. Uh, Road Again, again, yeah, I love that riff. Uh, Babe at Eight and No Lie. It was just kind of cool to hear Bobby and Jerry playing with each other on that one. And Ripple, uh, yeah, again, you could tell Jerry was having fun. Very delicate, uh, Jerry Garcia vocals. I thought Jerry's vocals were awesome on this. And yeah. then there was at least two-part harmony uh, at the very last uh, part of the, the, the verse. And I guess that must have been Bob and, and King Brent. And that was just really gorgeous to hear. So a really awesome acoustic set. And we dip into the electric with uh, Half Step into Franklin's Tower, Mama Tried into Mexicali. So we get our cowboy songs out of the way. Road Jimmy, Rooster, Althea into Let It Grow, into Deal. I'm just going to step in here. Uh, Half Step was okay. Frank's what I thought was okay. Uh, the Cowboy songs, uh, I like Mama Tried a lot. I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, very powerful, including powerful vocals on that one. Mexicali was Mexicali. Row, we have Jerry taking center stage again with some very delicate vo um, solos. And Phil's tone was very crunchy. Uh, so again, we're in the audience, so I don't know if it's just because of the maybe the taper was in front of Phil, but Phil was really prominent in this audience recording. I don't know if it's the same source you listen to, Nob, but uh, this was that's how I felt about it, which is not bad. It was just a lot of, of Phil. Yeah, I uh, think we listened to different sources, because that was my one nitpick, is that I couldn't oh. hear much Phil in what I was listening to. Okay, cool. So Little Red Rooster, this one would make my pantheon of roosters. Uh, what I mean by pantheon of roosters is for, for the audience is way a long, long time ago, Nob came up with that phrase, and it's a brilliant phrase where, uh, you know, not every Little Red Rooster is one is going to be a good one, but there are some that you're going to hold in high esteem. And this, yeah. is, this one would make my pantheon of roosters. Curious to know what Nob thinks. 
Uh, we had a great build to the solos and a great crowd reaction. I didn't really hear that Bobby was doing a solo, but maybe that's... I, I was uh, just going to say, I don't know if I missed it, but you saying this makes me think that I'm pretty sure this rooster only has Jerry and Brent solos. Yeah, I mean, if if, if there was a Bobby solo, it was an excellent Bobby solo. <laughs> but you know. Yes, yes, um, yes. But, and regardless, Bobby loved the solos as well right so this is king brent and jerry just kind of doing a build and uh because when bobby crashes back in his vocal delivery is all ratcheted up and just mm -hmm. really takes it to the next level with his blues man impression and it was awesome and the crowd was reacting it was so cool althea was decent had a uh, good build at the end there we go into let it grow this was uh good dynamically you know sound let it grow pretty well played and Deal's always a great way to end a set, but this one really rocked. I mean, this one really rocked. It sounded yeah. like The Who out there, really. Um, Jerry's distorting his guitar. Phil, I mean, at least on my um, source, was just like, had this fat, growly bass tone, and it sounded awesome, and that was set one for me. How about you, Nub? Sure. Uh, as is the format of the show, I agree with a lot of your points and disagree with a few. Um I know, that's why we do this. That was me gasping. Yes, no, and I really believed it. As a, as a director, <laughs> I would have given you absolutely no notes on the that. stage direction said, gasp. Yes. Audible gasping. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I'll say, I actually really enjoyed the, the Mississippi half-step into Franklin's. Okay. This was okay. one of my favorite bits of this set. Uh, it was really bouncy in Mississippi. Jerry brought some really great vocal energy. Uh, to me, the crowd roar during the transition between like the Mississippi half step part and across the Rio yeah. Grandio part that tells you everything oh, you need to know. Um, it's an awesome, awesome Rio Grandio section. There's triumphant energy in the build off, build up, which is really yep. cool to hear. And then they kind of keep it going. They let the song cool down a little bit before the transition into Franklin's. Uh, and then Franklin's is very much uh, a fun bop. It's it's like a firecracker waiting to be lit. Like, the first few minutes are fun. It's good. But you can kind of tell that they're, they're sitting. They're waiting. Uh, they're being patient with this. And once Jerry starts taking the energy up, it is pretty consistent fireworks for the rest of it. Um, I also really like what Bobby adds to this Franklin's Tower. Uh, it's really good. Uh, then we get into a jaunty little Mama Tried. Uh, some really nice Bobby vocals. Uh, and I'll say a really tight transition into Mexicali, but I'm starting to think that I haven't heard a bad transition between Mama Tried and Mexicali. I keep saying, like, oh, that was a really tight transition. I think they just do the transition well. Um, and then, I, okay, I'm not a huge Mexicali person. It's, it's, it's not my favorite song by any stretch. A little cringy. A little cringy. Yeah, it's, it's got the lyric I would change the most out of any lyrics in the Grateful Dead canon, um, as well as just, like, I don't know. It's like a fine polka vibe. Um, but I will say that fine this is a rip-roaring Mexicali. It's a great Jerry solo. It's a really fun version. Um, yeah, to me, Road Jimmy is worth checking out for the really nice slide solo from Jerry. I wasn't huge on it up until then. It wasn't doing anything wrong. It just wasn't yeah. really yep. wowing me. But once Jerry starts taking his slide solo, it's awesome, and then the bridge into the last chorus is very pretty. So I would, I would recommend the second half of this Road Jimmy. Um, and then, 
As Little Red Rooster started, my first thought was, ah, we just heard a really good slide solo on Road Jimmy. Time to come back down to Earth. But then we don't get a Bobby solo. Instead, you just get a great Jerry solo. And what really makes this rooster work is the interplay between the whole band. They keep the energy under Jerry's solo really lively while pushing him in other directions. Uh, But to me, the star of this little red rooster is King Brent. Uh, He doesn't get a ton of moments to shine in this show. Uh, he adds a lot of really great support, but, you know, there's not a lot of Brent solos in the show. There's no Brent solo song. You don't get as many moments for him to shine. He gives it all to this little red rooster solo, and like you said, it then gives Bobby the energy to give 110% on the last bit of vocals. There may have been uh, something else giving Bobby the energy tonight. Well, but... yeah, okay. Well, yes, that is true. There's no reason to speculate. It was the 1980s. Yeah, no. And, and they were the and no... <laughs> Um. And then, yeah, Althea's fun. I also found it to be a bit of a grower. But Mm. as I'm thinking about it, I think that's kind of what this song is. In general, musically, Althea's all about... It kind of swirls and swirls around. Yeah, it like builds up its energy, and then it suddenly takes that energy away, just to build it up again, and then take it away. And I... I, This might get too heady to make sense to anyone but me. Edgelord Althea. Yeah, I, I think it's supposed to mimic our narrator's, like, emotional state. Althea is very much a song about a guy going through a hard time. And this, to me, yeah. feels that, like, the, the whatever you want to call it, the, the bad thoughts, the darkness, whatever it is, it, like, builds and builds and builds, and then it goes back down. And then it starts building and building again, and then it comes back down to Earth. And it builds and builds and builds, et cetera, et cetera. And I think it's a fun structure for a song. Um, the, the, the last Jerry solo section on this Althea is a lot of fun and really worth yeah. checking out. Um, which then takes us into Let It Grow, which is very much a, a powder keg about to explode until it explodes. Uh, really good energy. It's a great, Let It Grow is always a great showcase for the power of the Rhythm Devils, and this is no exception. Um, some great yeah. Brent keyboard contributions. A really enjoyable, high-energy jam. I like that they have a really tight transition back into the Let It Grow riff, and then they decide, fuck it, we're going to keep jamming for two more minutes. Uh, you, don't, you don't get a lot of jams in this show. Not none, just with the acoustic set of it all, and them still trying to play as many songs in their, their electric sets as normal, you do sacrifice a few jams. A lot of these songs... I would describe it yeah. short but sweet. Uh, but this Let It Grow is a, an excellent example of the jamming they're able to do tonight. Uh, and then, yeah, this deal is awesome. It's just yeah. a delight. It's a, it's a fun shuffle groove, some hot solos from Jerry. It just, every like minute of it, my thoughts became more and more positive. I would absolutely put this in my, my book of deals. It's ferocious, it's fun, like it's able book to or turn energy on a dime. What'd you say, sorry? Oh yeah, it's like a coupon book, a book of deals. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, um, my, notes, my notes literally end with the phrase, I love you, 92780 deal. So I guess that goes to show how <laughs> much I like that one. I, look, if it were possible for a person to marry uh, a 43-year-old performance of a Grateful Dead song... I would I would marry nine twenty seven eighty deal. Uh, what the hell am I saying? Let's I go to the next you. set. <laughs> yeah.
All right, I will jump in here because this is getting you. ridiculous. Uh, and I will say I don't have much, so I'm just going to talk about. Uh, I'll introduce the set, talk what about what I have to say, and then I'll kick it back over to you. Uh, Cold rain, snow opens up. I would tongue kiss. <laughs> Enough. Uh, we get into CC Rider. I hope it's not CC Rider. CC's got something going on. Um, Ramble on Rose. He's gone. Uh, which transitions into the other one that we get at Drums in Space. Stella Blue, I Need a Miracle, Going Down the Road Feeling Bad, Johnny Be Good, and we encore with uh, One More Saturday Night. So I just have a little bit here, because this, this was a lot of music. This was a lot yeah. of music. Um, long show. It was a very long show. <clears throat> uh, brought to you by the letter C, I'm sure. Cold Rain Snow was just an awesome bar band version of it. I couldn't put my finger yeah. on who they were channeling, and then I really, then I realized it was the Stones. If you mm. want to hear the Grateful Dead do the Stones, listen to Cold Rain Snow from 92780. A uh, very cool version. And we get into CC, which is not one of my favorite songs, uh, and it was just okay to start with until you get to the solos. King Brent gives it kind of a baseball organ solo that's exciting and you know kind of went places that I was not expecting. And then, not to be outdone, Jerry um, pops in with a really fun solo. And um, similar to Looks Little Red Rooster, Bobby then comes in with the final verse and really gives it his his all. Yeah. Ramble and Rose, uh, not much to talk about. It was just good. He's gone. Was it was ten minutes long, which was surprising. Um, the the R and B or the soul section, yeah, the nothing's gonna bring him. You know that part was really good. That was it was yeah. excellent, and we have a great transition into the other one, um, which was a little bit truncated uh, to your point, knob, which brings us to uh, uh, drums in space. Which to channel our friend the game, I did not listen to, nor did I listen to the rest wow. of the set. But I bet it was excellent. I'm going to kick it over to you to fill in the gaps. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did listen to this whole oh. thing, not to brag. <laughs> Um, start your own yeah. podcast then <laughs> oh it would it would never come out I would just say oh I'm going to record an episode this week and then I'll, I would be saying that for weeks and weeks and people would go Nob where's this podcast that you promised me where you're going to talk about weekly how... podcast yeah oh that would be it would be once every couple of months if I remembered to do it um, and it would be four hours long and I would like only get through one set anyway <laughs> Be you to figure out which song to tongue kiss. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, I think be, that, that would be, would be a the premise of my show. Every, it wouldn't every be, night. It wouldn't be we, Rate the Scarlet Fire. It would be. We, yeah, which song would I tongue kiss? <laughs> which um, song do I get the second base with? Yeah, tonight it's deal. Tonight it's definitely deal. <laughs> anyway. Enough, enough. <laughs> um, cold Rain and Snow is a fun way to start the set. Like a lot of songs tonight, and especially in this second set, it's very much a, a short and sweet rendition. Everything about it just really works. When CC Rider started, I was like, huh, interesting to throw that and Little Red Rooster into the same show, because while they are different songs, they're not massively different songs, especially the way the Grateful Dead do them. So I was like, all right. But it is a really fun CC Rider. Uh, it's a really hot and exploratory solo from Jerry and a really nice Brent solo. I can't tell. I've gone back and forth on this. I think I like this CC Rider more than I like this Little Red Rooster. 
Um, oh, and wow. this is a take that I might change my mind on tomorrow and go, we got to re-edit this thing. But like, I like, think... <laughs> that's not saying that much. Like, they're very yeah. similar songs. Absolutely. It's yeah. it's of the two 12-bar blueses that they did tonight. Right. I think CC Rider was okay. the better of the two. Um, gotcha. But that's not to discount the Little Red Rooster, which, as we've already raved about, is is quite good. Um, yeah, I also don't have much on Ramble on Rose. Jerry sounds really good. It's very driving. It's, it's a good rendition of a good song. And then people go nuts when He's Gone starts. That's one of my favorite bits about listening to this, this audience tape. Um, it's a very yeah. sparse He's Gone, yeah. which provides a nice contrast to everything that's happened up until now. It's a very lovely He's Gone. Strong harmonies, a tight little solo section, a very sensitive vocal jam towards the end, the, uh, the soul section you were saying. This He's Gone pretty much does yeah. everything right. I've really got nothing against it. It, it all works for me. Um, I love how it opens the gate for the, the short, but nevertheless free and fluid jams of the other one, uh, which is a fast and fun rendition of the song. Yeah. Uh, and then a very sudden shift into space before we go into the proper drum space it just suddenly gets very weird and that's really cool to hear and then yeah it's a good drums i would i would describe it as like wet cave energy um and then i think you've used that one before i definitely have i and i would agree that It was true then, and it was true of this one. It very much felt like you were like walking through like a cave on like a guided tour. Oh yeah, and you were just occasionally hearing like a the, Mario like, level. Yeah, hearing like a, those like, like ambient drops of water hitting the ground, and yeah. Anyway, well, um, we'll have space. to ask Game what he thought next yes. week. Absolutely, <laughs> I think he'll have a lot to say about a drum yes. space from an episode that he was not on. Yeah. Um, and did not listen to. <laughs> no, no, no way. Um, no space way. sounds like it almost sounds like wine glasses being played until about halfway through, where the drums are reintroduced, and then it kind of starts having this driving build. I thought they were moving towards a, a fast one, and then it slows down again as they decide that the road is leading them to Stella, uh, a lovely, sensitive Stella. Um, it's an interesting subversion of Stella Blue. Normally, with this song, it's all about—not all about. But a lot of the fun of this song is the very sudden energy shift in the bridge. When we hit the, I've stayed in every blue light cheap hotel, Jerry usually like brings it all, and the band usually gets a little bit louder. Uh, this is not that. The bridge of Stella stays about as small and sparse as the verses, which then keeps the whole thing relatively subdued, which allows the build at the end of the song to shine even more. A really cool ending to this Stella Blue that is helped because of the groundwork laid up until now. Um, and then after that, they just want to play fun ones for the rest of the night. It's a, a short and sweet miracle. It's under yep. three minutes. Everything is done right. Uh, then a f- very kind of piss and vinegar going down the road feeling bad. Uh, a really high energy Johnny Be Good. Uh, and then a tight one more Saturday night. Like, it's all... It's hard to yeah. have much to say about these last few songs because they are just, just rippers played well. But I cannot yeah. stress enough that these rippers are played well. Yeah. So that's that awesome. concludes my thoughts on set three. Yeah, awesome. 
Okay, so we don't have a Scarlet Fire to rate. We don't even have a China Rider to, to rate. Um, I know. So we're going to skip that. Would this make your Book of the Dead knob? I don't think so. Uh, there's a bunch of songs on here that do make my like book of those individual songs, but to me, the whole is not as great as the sum of its parts. Okay. We'll skip game. Uh, and for myself, I I am... Dead Set really helped me get on the bus. Reckoning I credit with, you know, a lot in my life. So I think whenever there's going to be a Warfield show, I'm going to give it a yes. Sure. This one, this one was an awesome show. I, I really do wish there was a soundboard or, or even a matrix of the whole yes. show. But this was good. I was, I mean, this is excellent, excellent Grateful Dead music. So I'm going to give it a yes. Okay, which set are we featuring? Uh, we can't feature the whole thing because we disagreed on that. So go ahead, yeah. Nob. What, what would be your set to feature? Oh, I feel like we're going to get into this because I, I think it's set two. But I know you okay. think it's set one. Wait, now you mean the acoustic? Wait, wait. The first electric set. Mississippi okay, half step through deal. Um, okay. And not first just because I would, I would kiss that deal with tongue. Um <laughs> He swaps bit with the deal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, This clip is going to come back to haunt me in years. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to go with the acoustic and the electric first set. Oh. Just because game is away on assignment, and I'm going to be the yeah. one splicing all this together, and that seems to be sure. easy enough without yeah. doing the whole show, which I think would not be appropriate since we didn't agree on that. Okay, so who is your MVP then, Nob? Oh, Jerry. This is absolutely yeah. a Jerry show. Okay. Um, yeah, I, not I would just, agree with that. Yeah, not just because of what he adds to the acoustic set, though that is a big part of it. Just in general, this is a great Jerry night. Yes. Yes. Uh, his vocals is, is amazing throughout. And just like, you know, what he can do in acoustic, what he can do in electric, it just proves his, his awesomeness and his, you know, superior musicianship. We did not get any Reddit comments, which is strange. Um, I would have expected people to comment on this one. So we will just skip to the next show. And um, once again, if you want to see what we mean by next show, you can uh, check us out on the Grateful Dead subreddit, www.reddit.com slash r slash r slash Grateful Dead. Uh, we're right there at the top, and we're always talking about uh, the weekly thread, and if you leave us a comment, and if we like that comment, and it's um, not a nonsense comment, we will probably talk about your comment. Uh, but there were no comments for the last one. Uh, the next show that we will feature, and everything is random here. I don't think we would any, we would feature this if it weren't random. This is no. from March of '93. This is March 9th, '93, from the Rosemont, Illinois. And like uh, here comes Sunshine though. Opener. I'm sorry. Oh, th I, oh, oh the, yeah. I, yeah, it's three nine nine three. Which is, that's something positive I can say something, about the show yeah. before we listen we to will it. Get to, we will get to rate a China writer, because there is a China writer. That is writer. true. Uh, Victimship, which is kind of interesting. Uh, you yeah. know, so a late get to era. Hear my favorite Grateful Dead song, Eternity. <sighs> um, yeah. Eternity and then Liberty and set one. Oh, Broken See, I like Liberty, but, but reading... Oh, yeah, it's okay. Reading, reading the phrase Mexicali, comma broken arrow, comma road yeah. Jimmy, comma eternity. Oh boy. Yeah, but we could be wrong. We could be wrong. I'm, I mean, that road I'm Jimmy about shows. That road Jimmy could be doing a lot there, but we'll see. Yeah, and yeah, that's the thing about the Grateful Dead. You never know. They always surprise you. 
Yeah, They're beyond, I, beyond description. I've I find often the, the 90s shows that I complain about most when they show up in the next show part of the show turn out to be favorites of mine. So I'm hoping if I uh, keep bad mouth in this one, I will turn out to be incredibly wrong because I would love <laughs> to eat crow here. Uh, All right. Well, it's better than tongue kissing CC. Um, okay. Let's, let's finish up. So, um, if you like what we're doing, everybody, please, we ask you to smash the subscribe button, uh, like and share with all of your friends, all of your um, enemies, you know, who cares? Just just share us, uh, you know, let us know uh, what you're thinking. You can find us wherever podcasts are downloaded, but not the ones that loosely rhyme with imagine there's a killer joke here, but not forgotify. <laughs> we're pretty good. Um <laughs> Yeah, so you can find us directly on our website, which is help on the way uh, pod.podbean.com. I'll say it again because something made me laugh. Help on the way pod.podbean.com, like a bean, like a little bean that you plant. Mm. Uh, you can email us at help on the way pod at gmail.com. And again, uh, we are stickied up there on uh, the Grateful Dead subreddit. Uh, Nob, if you actually click on the link, uh, Nob and I always joke about how. The Grateful Dead subreddit is essentially just like a place for people to show off their Grateful Dead tattoos. And if you click on the link, I don't know if you're seeing this too now, but it's, I do literally, see. it's just a thumbnail of some dude's like random Grateful Dead tattoo. I don't even know. What I mean, at like. that point, you could make that the subreddit logo. Yeah, that's pretty much what's happening on the subreddit right now. Uh, oh, uh, we also have a YouTube portion of the show. Yeah. It's youtube.com slash little at sign help on the way pod. And you can catch this on. Um, on the YouTubes. And then we will plug, I don't know if this is happening because um, Game is on assignment, but Game has a GD channel on kick.com slash the GD channel. Nob, any parting words before we wrap up? Yeah, in the words of the immortal Phil Lesh, you're all cops! You're all cops! <laughs> and with that, thank you for listening to this latest episode of The Help on the Way podcast. That's the last they saw me Don't worry.
Feel tears welling up and down Deep inside like my heart's got a big break And it's dead alone and it's sharp and painful I may never shake You might think that I'm taking it hard Since you broke me off with a call You might wager that I'll hide the sorrow But I might lay right down and fall Another race is on and here comes right up the bad chance 
locomotive on the far end here Accompanied by a monkey who would sit on the stool Watching everything the engineer would move One day the engineer wanted a bad ticket He left the monkey sitting on the driver's seat the monkey pulled the throttle, locomotive jumped the gun And did nine miles an hour down the main line run
I'd rather be in some dark house Where the sun don't shine Than to be home alone Knowing that you're gone What calls me
down to my window and my window was locked. Jump right back and I shook my head. Big old rounder in my folding bed. Shot to the window, broke the glass. Never seen that little rounder run so fast. He's on the road again. Showing your bone, that's your bone. He's been on the road again. So old that old woman would die. Keep her telling lies on me.
been all around this whole round world, and I just got bent to deal. Work on a week, honey, and I give it all to you, honey, baby.
Mississippi uptown to the moon. Hello, baby, I'm gone. Goodbye. Have a cup of rock and ride. Well, to you, all southern skies, I'm on my way. On my way.
First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a young and stream of growing up to ride on a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I was bound. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried. When an only rebel child from a family making mine, Mama seemed to know what lay in store. In spite of all my Sunday learning, through the bat I kept on turning, till Mama couldn't hold me anymore. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried, Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. At least no one for me to blame, cause Mama tried. Dear old daddy, rest his soul, yeah, my mama heavy load. She tried so very hard to fill his shoes. Working hours without rest, wanted me to have the best. She tried to raise me right, but I refused. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could see me right, but Mama tried, Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. At least no one but me to blame, cause Mama tried. Without parole, no one could steer me right. But Mama tried, Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better. But her pleading, I denied. That leaves no one but me to blame, cause Mama tried. That leaves no one but me to blame, cause Mama tried. Back in an old saloon with a peso in my hand Watching flies and children on the street And I catch a glimpse of black-eyed girls who giggle when I smile There's a little boy that wants to shine my feet And it's three days ride from Beckersfield and I don't know why I came I guess I came to keep from pandas So instead I've got a bottle and a girl that's just 14 in a damn good case of a Mexicalibus Hey, is there anything a man don't stand to lose When the devil wants to take it all away Cherish well your thoughts and keep a tight grip on your booze Just drinking and drinking out all I have today Hey Well, she said her name was Billie Jean and she was fresh in town. I didn't know a stage line ran from hell. 
She had raven hair, a ruffled dress, a necklace made of gold. All the French perfume you'd care to smell. She took me up into her room, whispered in my ear, my friend, do anything you choose. Now I've been for those happy hours I spent there in her arms. With the lifetime's worth of the Mexicali birds. Hey, if there's anything a man don't stand to lose, when the devil wants to take it all away, cherish where your thoughts, keep a tight grip on your booze. Cause thinking and drinking are all I have today. Some thought he was the law Billy Jean was waiting when he came She told me he would take her If I didn't use a gun I'd have no one but myself to blame Went down to those dusty streets Blood was on my mind I guess that stranger hadn't heard the news Cause I shot first and killed him Although he didn't even draw Else than my life, I'm running with the Mexicali blood. Hey, is there anything a man don't stand to lose when he lets a woman hold him in her hands? You just might find yourself out there on horseback in the dark, just riding and running across those desert sands. 